gorgeous. How are you feeling? My back hurts. Uh huh. But other than that, I guess I'm fine. I okay. made I made some extra money today at school, so that was good. That's always nice. Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely to be told you're doing a good job, you know? Wow. Yeah, that would be nice. Hey, I mean, you people at your <laughs> job tell you you do a good job, too. Some people just, do, sometimes. It just doesn't feel like you're doing a good job because you're <laughs> just kind of set up for failure. Whoa, easy there. Stop revealing <laughs> things about me. Valid. I'm going to bleep that out. Good idea. My, huh? Instead of a failure. <laughs> and that's essentially, you could put anything in there for Eddie and it'll be probably your, true. Your bedroom, your skincare routine. Your life. Your... <laughs> you know? Let's not go that far. It's fine. You know, we're, we're making it through. I, I, I do still have that positive output. Health and wealth. Also and wealth. outlook, not output. Even though I try and have a positive output, you know, every day I fluctuate between like feeling energized and feeling just like dejected, downtrodden. There's you no know. point to any but, of this. Yeah, but most of the time I do feel energized. And, you know, I've had something on my mind. Something's oh, I been, think I know what you're talking something's about. Something's been yeah. right in my mind here for the past uh, few days. And I was like, you know, I have to make an official announcement and really make it official, you know. It, it leaves my desk. It's got my official seal, the show dependent mm -hmm. seal, the Eddie seal on there. It's just Eddie but giving it, a thumbs up. Mm -hmm. But his approval's on there. We've got the Buddy Hancock the down there. And, uh, you know, I have to say, with the rise of the anti-furry sentiment mm. from the conservative side. Wait, like, wait, uh, this is news to me. What? Oh, let me tell you. There's uh, Well, you know, lately, conservatives are all in a tizzy about things that aren't real. You know, they mm. make up a guy, they make up a woman, they make up a situation in their head and then get mad at it as if it's something that actually happens in real life. And uh, there's some moron, some conservative moron, which, you know, is redundant. I know. Very redundant. Uh, yeah. Is introducing legislation, I want to say in like Oklahoma, that will like legally make it so furries, he says furries, can't like go to school so they can stop using litter boxes in classrooms a real thing that really happens right and you may be thinking hey this guy can't be real and if he is maybe he's just like a fringe guy our buddy medium sauce says he met a person who really truly believes that this happens like at our local high schools people these brain dead idiots <laughs> These people who haven't had an original thought ever, ever, are like, yeah, there's definitely kids wearing cat ears taking a shit in the classroom in a litter box. Take a second to just like check into reality and check oh in gosh. and be like, no, that would never happen because that's right. It doesn't happen. So, yeah, he's, like, introducing legislation to be, like, if people, if, he doesn't know what to call them because it's not real. But he's, like, if furries come to school, we should be, like, able to call animal control to come get them. Because if they want to be treated like a dog or a cat, then we can treat them as one. And it's, like, and here's the kicker. He hasn't, oh, like, reapproved this with animal control. So they're going to, like, call animal control if this goes through. They're going to be, like, you want us to come catch a teenager? 
No. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I'm over here. No. I'm over here fighting a mountain lion or yeah. like, you know, fucking putting a grizzly bear in the figure four leg lock. I, I got something else to do. So with all that heavy topic, I know uh, we're getting political. Oh, my. <laughs> so is he under the guys that like. Furries identify as animals. Like, oh, is yeah. that he, what he thinks? He full on is like, yeah, in all aspects except physical. I'm a wolf, but like for everyone, and it, and it's just like he he pretty That's much. That's not like, what furries are. <laughs> and all these people believe, like, oh, you know the thing that kids, especially young girls, in my experience, do, where they wear go to school ears. and wear cat ears or yeah. like animal ears and stuff. They're a furry. They think they're an animal. They're um, shitting in classrooms and a litter box. I mean, I no. can't. You know, we could go on forever, and maybe one day we'll branch off and do our own. Maybe little... we could interview my friend who is a furry. Oh wow, that would be something. Well, that I want to bridge the gap. I yeah. want one hundred percent. We're waving the white flag. I, I well, not not you. You're there, but me. No, I'm always. I've always been an ally to the furry you know, community. I just. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot have a belief that allies with conservative people damn straight <laughs> and it was a joke mostly it, it was a work i worked myself into a shoot a little mm-hmm, bit mm-hmm. i've been trying to you know shoot that down back into a work but i want to 100 you know picture the the predator meme yeah the hands locked. eddie and furries we're back baby hooray i, I want to renounce my hating ways and join with the comrade furries and we're we're gonna fight the good fight yeah so, uh, any furries out there, first and foremost, I want to say, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Well, not, I was just saying, like, hmm, you mm-hmm. think you're a lizard, though? I don't understand. <laughs> hey, those but, are the scalies. We leave them alone, And okay? we're, we're comrades with them as well. Yes. They're, they're not in, like, human-sized incubators. Just, could you imagine? That sounds cozy, honestly. <laughs> Just incubator <laughs> you mean enclosures <laughs> yeah whatever you know the the thing that uh leo was in like a uh, i want to say terrarium but that's not the right can word. you believe it we got kids coming to school dressed like birds their parents drop them off in a cage and their teachers have to roll them around on carts from class to class that would be fun actually that's a good way to control some behaviors that's the, that's the next level, to be honest. These people will believe anything as long as it lets them hate. A demographic that they don't hate. understand. Yeah. We got so off topic. <laughs> this is a fun podcast. It can be. We're having fun here. And guess what? It's Black History Month. Hooray. Oh, whoa. It's also just disappointing that it's the shortest month of the year. But, you, you know, know, typical. Yeah, Hey, but it's a leap year this year, right? Hey, so they got one extra. We got one extra for them. They. <laughs> they get <What>? one extra. <laughs> okay. That's what they said. They said, those in power said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fine. We'll give the black people something. But we're also just going to give them the shortest month. Absolutely. And every four years, they get one extra. And they're going to like it. And they're going to be happy about it. Mm-hmm. We're we're coming in here. It's Eddie. I've already said my name many a time. Yes, With you me have. as always, my other half. Her Kayla. name is what? Kayla. Hello. Nice Kayla. Hello. Hello. And we're here. We're bringing. We're coming at you live from 1978. We're in the 70s. 
We were not we're alive. Wearing, we're wearing flare bottom pants. I love bell we're, bottoms. Wearing a shiny shirt. Obviously, all but two buttons are unbuttoned. And yeah, they started at the chest. top. Mm-hmm. Oh, Looks like my someone God. in this film. Oh. I ain't got the body for that, but we're getting there. Health and wealth. And, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, we, 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 we got a fun one. It's going to be a great one. We're going to celebrate uh, Black Joy. We're going to celebrate mm-hmm. just a film that is like all black leads, right? Yeah. And just, I think, speaks to the essence. Because me, yeah, disco, BGs, all that, they're in this film. But also, to me, disco is black. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, if we break it down historically and all that stuff, that is also true because much like everything else, a lot of things that become mainstream in America started from the black community. Yes. And then get uh, co-opted and taken and gentrified by yep. uh, the whites. Hashtag the whites. That's me. <laughs> I don't actively participate in that if I can avoid it. Exactly. So we're going to get into into all this and... As I said, just to reiterate, this is a film set in 1978. Coming of age film, I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. It would be described about a uh, a young black uh, kid named X, Xavier, X for short. And him and his buddies, they lose their rolling rink. No. So, so they got to find a new one. Yep. 2005 film. Hey, we're back in 2005, baby. What a great year. What a great year for Eddie. 2005, Resident Evil 4. Let's fucking oh go, God. dude. <laughs> Let's fucking go. If you had to teleport, or not teleport, but <laughs> time travel, you'd probably teleport go back. Teleport to a different time. They should name yeah, a, There you go. You should make up a word for that. Hmm. If you could time travel to a different time, I feel like you would just go back to 2005. 2005 was so sick. You could, so you could relive all your favorite memories. I had first. great things going on in 2005. And one Life of them was, was this simpler film. back then. Mm-hmm. 2005 film called Roll Bounce. Roll Bounce. Let's get into it. It's called okay. the Meat Cute. It's a Meat Cute, baby. It's how we met this thing. You showed me this movie for the first time. I did not know it, exist- it existed. Rude. Um, I've said it once and I've said it a hundred times. <laughs> I was oh. raised Mormon, <laughs> which means yeah. I was raised white, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, um, hashtag the whites. It was funny because as we were watching this movie, I was like, oh, they kind of look familiar. And you just kept name dropping. And I was like, I don't think I know any of these people. Yeah, it was very funny to be like, hey, that's white. Charlie Murphy. Hey, that's like, Mike Who Epps. Who is that? And she, like, yeah, he was just like, how do you not know I, all this prominent, like, Black I people in like film and media and stuff. White <laughs> media, okay. You didn't know Wayne Brady though. I did know Wayne Brady because mm-hmm. I grew up watching Whose Line Is It exactly. Anyway, <laughs> a show full of white people and He's one black there. guy. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. I don't really remember watching this movie. The maybe it's because maybe it's because we we were kissing a little bit. Oh when my I goodness! Woo! <laughs> The vapors. Jesus. Um, no, but I like the um I like the aesthetic. I will say there are some things that I disagree with, but it's you know, it's also hard because it's like one, this movie was made in 2005, 
And two, mm. it's supposed to be taking place in 1978, which was also a kind of problematic time as uh, well. So no. we'll get there. But um, overall, music, very fun. I like roller skating. I am not great at it, but I have a good time. So mm -hmm. I I'm here for it. Okay. What about you? Well, you know, for me, as I said, this movie came out in 2005. Now, I did not go to the theater to watch this or anything. So I want to say it was probably a year later, 06, uh, that I ended up catching this on the cable. We got another classic situation of Eddie waking up lazy on a Saturday morning. We got a little bit of Herkel. We got a little bit of Durkel going on. Which for Herkel all y'all who, who don't know, that's a term from where? Scotland. That apparently means like the time... Eddie's favorite time, where you wake up in the morning and you just hang out in bed. Mm -hmm. That's like my favorite shit. If I haven't said it before, I'm sure I have, but I'm going to say it again. My absolute favorite time to be in bed is uh, in the morning hours. In the wee hours of the morning, still rubbing the sand from my eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't see my contacts aren't in yet. And I just hang out. I'm fucking hurkling and dirkling. You're just dead to the world for Buddy's so over here long. yelling at me to get out of bed, and I'm just like, <laughs> bud, leave me alone. I'm hurkling. And I'm, I'm yelling at you, too. Oh, I fucking, it's my favorite time. If I, at one point, I'm going off on a little tangent. If I, at one point, ever get to the point in my life, in my career, I guess we should say, whatever that will be, maybe it'll be a podcast. Hey, help us out. Shut up in the pod. Spill the word. If I ever get to the point in my life where I can like wake up and just hang in my bed every morning and not have to worry about getting out of bed at a specific time and going to a job that I don't want to have, mm -hmm. I will consider that the biggest success. I could die happy at that point. Yeah, that, that does sound like your dream come that's, true. That's all I want in this life is to be able to hang out in bed in the morning until I want to. But sick is back about 06 obviously i wake up the tv still on because that's how i do my biz yep i think it was probably on comedy central that's where i watched a lot of these and uh or vh1 or something and mm -hmm. i was just like damn this movie's just starting and funny enough i caught it at the scene where they're playing lovely day by bill withers and I was like, oh, I'm waking Love up. The synchronicity. It's like they're singing me this song. I'm just rolling out of bed, except not. I'm staying in bed because I'm about to watch the rest of this movie. He's about to and man, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Big fan of the music, as you said. I'm a fan of the story. Is it basic? Sure. But I think they do a lot of good things. Cast is charismatic, charming. Fun stuff happens. And uh, we will definitely get to it, but I think this movie definitely shines at the end with the skate off and all mm -hmm. that. It's just stuff I love to see. As you said last time, we love to see people good at things and we just get to watch people be good at roller skating mm -hmm. and it's awesome. So I was like, hell yes. Oh yeah. Shall we get to uh no roll bounce a little better? I think we should. Getting to know each other. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. I think it's. I think it. Oh, 
no matter what I do. <laughs> that sound good? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I hate it when like parts of communities close down. It's sad. Yeah, it sucks. Um, especially when they're not like you know corrupt institutions. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm happy about it. But this is sad because mm-hmm. these poor black kids lost their roller rink, mm-hmm. which is very upsetting. Because it seems like a place where people go to experience joy. A third place, mm-hmm. which Eddie and I have been talking about a lot. It's all the rage right now. Where's the it's third the place? We don't have There's... them anymore. Nope. But these kids, it's their summer vacation. Mm-hmm. And man, they are going to be not only sad, but bored out of their minds if they cannot find another roller rink. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's, it's always sad. And it's sad in many ways, you know, uh, I think irl and like for the plot obviously it's sad because it's like they lost their place they lost something that they or somewhere that they go regularly and can hang out in and stuff and i think irl if we bring it into you know the sad reality of things is that like you know a lot of times these places can help those in uh, more impoverished areas yeah have a place to call their own have a place where they feel that they're accepted, have a place where they can stay away from maybe the harsher elements of living mm-hmm. in uh, poverty. Obviously, all the things that come with it. Um, and especially being in a predominantly black community that is impoverished. A lot of times, you know, there's the gangs, there's the crime, there's like all these things that, you know, are put there by design by the white man. Hey, yeah, don't look right. at me. Don't hey, look at me. You're not a man. Stop it. You're I not a man. A, I'm not a man. <laughs> I am white though. To, to to make sure that the communities that the people are still oppressed. That they stay that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is by design, my friends. And if you don't believe it, you best actually do some research and actually uh, pull the wool out from over your eye under over. I can Around. never remember this fucking is it an idiom? It is an idiom. How about you pull the wool out from around your eyes? No, that's wrong too. <laughs> You say it then. Pull the wool off your eyes. Okay. Because somebody gonna... pulls the wool over your eyes. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Hey, guess what? <laughs> guess what? Guess what? It sucks. So now they like have nowhere to go. They have to find a new place. Luckily, they, you know, they get to go to the north side that has mm-hmm. a nice fancy roller rink. And here I got my first question. Yeah. Uh, let's see if you have an answer for me. Why is the north side always rich and the south side always poor? What's, um, what's the deal? Because <laughs> like in everything, it's like mm. the South is poor and the North is rich, and I'm like, I don't what's know. happening? Is it, does I, the North I kind sound of associate it, Maybe I associate it, and this is I'm just pulling this straight out of my rectum. There you so go. Um, major. I think it could have to do with like water flow. Oh, that would be my damn. guess. Social like people studies. who people who live upriver, like they have yeah. access to the best drinking water and like clean resources, right? Because yeah. the further downriver you go, you're dealing with the runoff of the pollution of the people that live up the river. Damn. So northern, <laughs> I don't know. I am just completely hey, making that up, but that's gorgeous. my speculation. It sounds great to me. You know, you you come to show dependent for a little bit of light joking. 
Maybe Eddie's saying tangents and doing. And all then that. you come and you hear Kayla completely make up a theory. But then you you stay for the social no studies actual <laughs> grounds and reality. You stay for the theory, and that's what we're all about. You know what? I think it, I think it's just right here. It's got funk. It's got disco. It's Ooh, got funk. skating, which it's is so cool good. as shit to me. It's just something that like I don't really get, and I don't think I'm good at. And I'm not going to put the time in to do it. But I think like skating in and of itself by default is cool as shit. I think another thing you think is in like the same vein. Sure. Is like hula hooping. Damn, when people are good at hula hooping, I'm like, damn. (laughs) Especially a voluptuous woman. (laughs) I'm just like, I was like, dang, people are good at things. People are good at things, (laughs) believe it or not. It's wild just seeing these people. And I don't know. You know, it's also just like seeing these people just like have genuine, good, clean fun is like, (laughs) you don't need anything else. You fluctuate from like leftist revolutionary to just old man just sayings. It's so fun. You're a very fun person. I mean, is it not fun, though? Just good, clean fun, you know? You see, you see them open up, and they're skating there in a line. Everyone's Woo! having a good time. We got, got, a a little, choreo. We got a little disco going. Yeah, it's like, this is sick. How could yeah. I not enjoy this? I, I truly understand why, like, and it's funny, because I'm having a flash in my mind, but my mother remembers going to the roller rink like, my mother was all about it. They would go to the mm-hmm. roller rink consistently. Yeah, my parents did, too. And, like, that's where they would go, like, hang. And, like, that's where they would go have a fun time. And, yeah, I'm sure people were drinking at some point. But, like, you could just go and legitimately just hang out, roller skate. Yeah, we don't really have anywhere to hang out. No, malls are depressing. <laughs> yeah. Malls are depressing. Malls and roller rinks were, like, the place for kids in the 70s and mm-hmm. 80s to like hang out i guess the 90s equivalent would probably be like a skate park oh damn i was not that cool though no 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 skate park or like i don't know the card shop the little pokemon cards you know Oof, that was real yeah. big in the 90s that's true yeah, yeah but still the mall but capitalism and like online shopping has kind of destroyed them all yeah and so... also you know I'm gonna say I'm gonna get political again. Uh oh, here it is. But the older the older generation just like being pissed at kids for being outside, and I understand because I'm becoming older, and uh, kids are definitely starting to annoy me more. Yes, but it's just because they're like you're being loud, and I don't need this right now. But that's the thing is like we really don't have access to public space. Oh yeah, we don't have public spaces in because the outside and the people are like, oh why why are you outside? You should be outside playing, not inside playing your video games. Get out of outside. It's like, dude, what do you want from the young generation? (laughs) Wait, so I'm lazy for being inside and being Uh quiet. Exactly. The second I go outside and have fun, then Uh I'm I should go inside. I exactly because they can't not be next to me. Oh no, there's no winning. Again, they don't stand for anything. They don't have any beliefs. You know what's something that I do believe though? What do you believe? Is uh cliches, classic situations. Yep. Now, for one, Xavier is a part of the Dead Moms Club. Ah, yes. The Dead Moms Club. Happy. I'm not a part of that group. (laughs) There you go. Just an absolute classic of like, one of these parents has to die. Oh, guess who it is again? It's the mother. And what a weird casting. 
I have to say. Because when oh, we were yeah. watching... I like, was thinking she, the same thing, too. She appears in not a flashback, nope. not a dream, not, not a not single a, scene Not a memory. No. Not a memory with, Nothing. like, audio of, like, uh-uh. we mom don't hear saying her something. <laughs> she doesn't nope. say, X, you got this at the end. She doesn't say, like, I believe in you, son. Nothing. It's literally Nothing. she's just in pictures. Yep. And I'm it's... like, what was this process like? Did she show up and like, hey, we're just gonna take a couple pics? That's it. Here's twenty bucks. <laughs> you there know? Oh no. But not only that, we've got that cliche. We've also got a classic. Oh, an absolute banger of a father not respecting the wants of his children, specifically his son. Yeah. Just like not even trying to support his son and his passions and like the things he's showing interest in. Because mm-hmm. Xavier and his buds, they like all clearly have a passion for roller skating, mm-hmm. right? And his dad is just like, You're wasting your time. Go do something else. You're like, One dad. If if it's me if it's bringing me joy, is it really a waste? Right. And two, it's summer. What else am I gonna be doing? <laughs> oh, you I want already me to have a part time job. Yeah. Like what? What do you mean? What? God forbid your a child shows a little interest fun? in something that makes him happy. Yeah. But no, we gotta break his back and make him a pawn in capitalism immediately because that's what's important in life. Yep. And also, this is sort of getting ahead of things, but that's and what we do here. Thing. And another thing. At the end, when they're like getting ready for the skate off and stuff. Yeah. Like, why are you upset? Look at what your son is doing. Taking up, him and his friends are taking this up by themselves mm-hmm. to like have a clear goal. They're practicing hours away of the day. They like are working on choreography. They're trying to improve themselves and get better. You could not, like, teach a better lesson on, like, resilience and perseverance and, like, you know, self-respect and just, like, so many great traits than what they're doing. And they're doing it the best way, intrinsically. Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, you wasted your time. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's he's literally wasting time. Yeah, meanwhile. Because every goddamn day... This clown is putting on a suit and mm-hmm. per- pretending like he has a job. Yeah, this man is like acting like he currently still works in like at like NASA or something. Yeah, lying I mean, to his community and his kid, and then yeah. in the same breath being like, "Son, you're wasting your time." <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like Xavier's dad. His name's Curtis, right? I think so. I think it's Curtis. Um. He seems to be a very well-liked person. It mm-hmm. seems like if he had just let his pride like step aside for a little bit, like right. he could have easily found a job within his community and he really wouldn't have lost face for it. Like his right. wife just died a few months ago. That's two years, I think. I well, it feels like a few months, you know. You know Grief. Grief. 24 months. Uh-huh. 24 months. You know, like people. I think that's one like big lesson mm-hmm. that um, these movies highlight and just like you learn as you get older is yeah. it is so much more 
stressful and painful to go through things like that by yourself than to just simply like humble yourself and realize like it's okay to admit you need help Mm -hmm. because believe it or not people love helping other people (laughs) at least the good ones we are social beings yeah we want to see each other succeed for a connection yeah to help each other out and at least optimistically like you know oh i I think good people i think most people as a whole want Mm -hmm. to see other people doing well yeah and you know knowing that they were part of contributing to that person's success is a huge motivator like why do you think people get so stoked to see like hometown heroes go to the olympics or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like we all love a story yeah just being around somebody that is that motivated Mm -hmm. is inspiring and they want to be a part of that narrative yeah yeah i don't know i mean the 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 father-son dynamic is wild this is such a decom movie. This is just like a slightly <laughs> elevated decom. You know that? Oh yeah, it's just Brink, but yeah, you know, but black. Yeah, done, done, <laughs> done different. But yeah, I mean, the fathers are essentially is that you're wasting your time. One's blade and one's skating. They both they have the passion, the soul of the soul skater. Dad, fuck mm-hmm. you, Dad. Or you think you can tell me what to do? Check out this mixtape. Mighty Mighty Fostones, Dad. You don't know nothing about that, do you? Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Why don't you break your back again? Wow. Well, if Xavier said that to his father, he would be dead. I mean, he would never. So. He's not white. There you go. There it is. Hey, what are you doing, dude? Get that to you. <laughs> That's just all time hilarious. Oh, my but, God. Uh, and, you made, and you made this note. It's like, uh, it's the last thing I'm going to say about this strained relationship. Then we can get on to how it heals, I think. But early yeah. on, it's the last day of the roller rink. You know X has told his dad many a oh, time yeah. how much he enjoys skating. The mom clearly knew. Well, yeah, and the mom skated, right? Mama would have supported me, but she ain't around anymore. It's the last day of the roller rink being open. God forbid the kid goes and celebrates before it's taken away forever. And then he comes home. He makes it on time. Because in my book, if you're there as the streetlights are turning on, that's essentially yeah. on time. Yeah, I'm going to say that's, and his, that's and a win. His, and his dad is like, you told me we were going to clean the gutters today. How come you didn't come home early? Like, dude. Well, I don't know. Maybe because <laughs> this huge thing in my life is happening. And I wanted to suck it dry of all the joy that it had left with my friends yeah. <laughs> with my chosen family gutters are not that important guy yeah like come on care about your child that's the annoying thing i feel like so often in media like parents are written as these like stupid just uh-huh. like incompetent or, or i guess a more emotionally incompetent yeah um individuals who like have no idea what nuance is which is just so annoying because it's like come on like if you were a child's parent and they Mm -hmm. you knew this was important to them you could obviously postpone 
the gutters being cleaned out. Oh, I, they've absolutely. been accumulating leaves for months. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be good another day. Maybe yeah. not the day that something important is happening. Exactly. And that's just, as you said, it's such a trope. You you, you cast the parent as the villain, mm-hmm. essentially. Because, like, yeah, there's a main villain. He's got abs. He's killing mm-hmm. it. But also, I feel like the secondary villain is his own father. Mm-hmm. And media's got to stop doing that. And also, I think it's just a message to, like, actual parents. Yeah. To just listen to your kids. Yeah. Find out what they like and support it, even if, like most kids do, like almost everyone did growing up, they may change their mind. And they Mm -hmm. may find some other obsession or find something else that they like and maybe drop that thing before. But I think as a parent, coming from a guy who's not a parent, but a guy who has parents... Was raised. What you, wait, what do you mean? I just think it would go a long way if you really showed some compassion and got into the things that your kids were into and supported them in them, and you'll see where they go. And if it leads to failure or if it leads to an end, you're there to support them with it, through it, and then they move mm-hmm. on to the next thing. I think it's just all about encouraging them, making them feel like you care about them, not just like by default because they're your blood. But, like, you care about them as a person who doesn't owe you anything. The only thing you owe each other is to try and support and love each other. Mm -hmm. So, speaking about that, the relationship, I think, it comes together well at the end, as these things always do. You know, X finds out about his dad's job, or lack thereof. Mm -hmm. They both cry and get mad and upset about the mom dying because they clearly have never really <laughs> you know done this grief grieving together yeah that's uh very whole, unhealthy yeah which is just like come on it's like you were saying earlier it's just you, you gotta process these things you can't mm-hmm. postpone them stop trying to be a man stupid but i think it's nice that the father sits down and essentially you know apologizes to his son mm-hmm Wish fulfillment, as I, <laughs> I always say. We don't see a lot of this. In real it's life, getting, It's getting better. It's getting better. You know, the good portrayals of, like, adults apologizing to children, mm-hmm. parents apologizing to their kids, and just being like, everyone makes mistakes, but I'm here for you. I like that he says, I see you, which is very yeah. nice, because it's like, again, it's showing that understanding of like, not only do I understand you, but I, I see who you are. I yeah. see what you like. I see what you want. I see your mother in you. You know, I see everything. I see everything about you. Says so like, I see you clearer than you'll ever know, which mm-hmm. is very nice. I found myself getting a little emotional. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. good for good for them. So they repair it. Things work out in the end. Hooray! I they don't they get... also destroy a car. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, doesn't that it's a speak, car. doesn't that speak to though getting your grief and your frustrations out in a healthy way versus At least they weren't hitting each other. Yeah, versus yeah. like bottling them up and then now you're breaking cars and walls or god forbid worse. God's mm-hmm. forbid. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do want to speak to another relationship that I see. I think I think I think it's nice. Okay. We get a nice boy-girl platonic friendship. Yeah. That is like never portrayed as anything other. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. 
because Xavier comes upon this girl roller skating, and I'm going to find out her character's name here in a second. I apologize. Also, Xavier is played by Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Also, considering, like, they spend a majority of the movie just, like, berating her and talking bad about her having braces, Mm -hmm. doesn't make it easy to remember her name, so... Well, Isn't it name, Tori? Her name is Tori. Wow. Well, like, look at you. You did you did remember. Yeah. I just think it's cool, you know, just to like say yeah, oftentimes in media, when there's boy girls, there's still like this undertone of like they're gonna they, make they, out. They have to like each other. And it's just like in this movie, it's just they're just friends and they yeah. enjoy it. And she supports him and like pushes him to like get the girl that he clearly wants. And yeah, there's never she's like just, any she like just jealousy. sees him as like a cool guy that gets in his own way because mm. he's so worried about being perceived as like cool. Right. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. So, I mean, I think all there really is left to say is, and I mean, it's the biggest thing left to say, mm-hmm. uh, is the skate competition. Oh my God. This is like the main. The movie's, the, a little, the movie's a little slow to get started, I think, because we kind of yeah. just like see a little bit about his day to day. We're developing the world, you know. But then, you know, we go up north to Sweetwater, and man, oh man, I think I think this guy, this man is, <laughs> I think he's a good antagonist. Sweetness. Yeah, oh, dang, you're letting the cat out of the bag early. Oh well, yeah. Because I think he's got such a good name. Do to you me, think you you subconsciously drew? Like maybe inspiration, maybe subconsciously, you know, because obviously at Twitch it's Victor V Sweet, which is also you know many of people have come through, and I don't know if you know this because I'm sure being raised Mormon you haven't seen the movie Four Brothers. What? What yeah, is that? Yeah, it's got Mark Wahlberg, Andre Three Thousand, uh, a couple of the guys, the guy who played Patroclus in uh, Troy, he's okay. in there as well. But the uh, the main antagonist in Four Brothers is called Victor Sweet. Oh. Which I have seen the movie, again, maybe subconsciously, I went for that. But also, maybe I like the sweet because of sweetness here. Maybe. Matter of fact, it may be coming back, but I used to have a little wrestling show Woo! on Twitch called Sweetness. So, shout out, you know, we see the role bounce influence all over the place here. Every, every day of our things. lives. Yep. But I think, not only is that funny, <laughs> but like, that's a sick name. This dude's from Sweetwater. He's the god of Sweetwater, and he's called yep. Sweetness. That's perfect. Man, you know, they play the song, uh, the, He's the Greatest Dancer, later. Yep. And it's funny, because I'm, I'm just going to say it now, and we'll talk yeah. about the competition. It's funny because Bow Wow X, he's skating and dancing while they play that song. But in my mind, I had remembered it as Sweetness. Doing his mm-hmm. little like signature move where he gets oh, yeah, like low shimmy. and he's yeah. like, you know, I had pictured him doing that and then like, oh, look, wow, he's the greatest dancer. And it's just like, oh, but it, it fits. And he looks like an Adonis to me. This man uh-huh. is cut as hell. Mm-hmm. He's looking good. He's got a good fro too. Tamara, Tamara Mitchell. She 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 got a, she got a good one. She's IRL married to this man. Here's a fun fact: Buddy found it for us, and then thank you, Buddy. You know you can sort of introduce us to the competition, set the stakes, yeah. and all that stuff because I've been talking a lot right here. You're fine. Just a little fun fact: 
The movie's set in 1978. Guess who was IRL born in 1978? That's uh, right. Sweetness. Oh, well, the no. actor for Sweetness was born in 1978, which is the year that this movie is That's set. so fun. Which is kind of just like, yeah, that's interesting. That is so, pretty yeah. weird to be portraying somebody from your birth year. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but the reason that this skate off is so like such a big deal is one, these kids can make money, which that's is true. like that's a big incentive. The winner but gets five hundred dollars. No. Yeah, it's five hundred dollars nineteen seventy-eight money. That's a lot. I wonder which, what but, that would be. But we'll run the numbers for us right now while you continue. Yeah. But it's mostly because as soon as they go up to the north side, people can like tell that they don't really quote unquote belong there. They don't really mm-hmm. necessarily fit in with the group and um the 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 skate crew that is currently you know dominating with sweetness mm-hmm. um immediately like clock them be like you guys don't belong here mm-hmm. you don't dress right your skates are shitty mm-hmm. like just go home like this is not for you yeah. and you know that's obviously and it's you also know, haters are your greatest motivators it's true it's also interesting for one what is the name of uh, sweetness's skate crew I forgot. What They're is the it? The Sweetwater Rollers, which is great. Uh, no, that makes sense. It's very on the nose, but uh-huh. yeah, we got there. Second, I find it interesting that Sweetness, he's the head of this crew. He's Even a though black he's like man. a standalone, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah. he's like a standalone, but you know, he's like he's got a he's got a crew. Who can I equate it to? I don't know. It's like how Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Is in Backstreet yeah. Boys. Uh huh. And you yeah. don't really remember a lot of the other Backstreet Boys, but you know JT's in there. You're right. I was gonna kind of go with Beyonce? wrestling. Oh, because you know that's how my mind works. I guess one that we could think of right now is kind of like the Bloodline, whereas oh, yeah. Roman is the leader of the Bloodline, but he's also like the biggest god and standalone as himself. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it does make a lot of sense now that I say it, because that's essentially yep. what Sweetness is a god to these people. But yeah, it's interesting that Sweetness, wild. a black man, is the head, and yet the Sweetwater Rollers, the rest of them are not black, right? Yeah. And they also kind of look down on the black kids and judge yeah, them. Yeah, it's very interesting. So it's like, well, what's going on, Sweetness? Get your dudes in line, all right? But Sweetness also kind of has that. He says some shit later, like, I ain't losing to these pores. Fucking disgusting. Like, what? Like, come on, man. Yeah, that's the thing that always bothers me with, like, when disenfran- disenfranchised people mm-hmm. look down on other people that are in their same circumstances. And it's like, you're both losing. Like, exactly. We're all losing the situation, man. Come on, we got to be here for each other. Yeah. But that's what happens, you know. It's yep. the Kanye West effect. Ugh. That piece of shit. Disgusting. Also, the, the numbers are in. Buddy crunched the numbers for us. <gasps> Thank Listen you, buddy. to this shit. Okay. $500 in 1978 yeah. is essentially the same. Can I as... guess? Sure. $2,000. You're close. Okay. 
It has the same purchasing power as $2,307 in 2024. I was very close. Okay. Over 46 years, that's $1,807 of change. That's insane. Oh. But, uh, sorry, I lost oh, my train of thought. Sorry, for... I got depressed. So, yeah. <laughs> sorry, um... reality crept in. Just... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sweetwater Rollers. They're like, get this trash out of here. Also, ew, ew, the the all white jumpsuit, disgusting. <laughs> hey, come on. I mean, they're, they're not in goofy. jumpsuits. It's like they have a matching top and bottom. Yeah, but I hate it. I they're hate goofy. it in white. In black, it's fine. In white, mm-hmm. looks insane. Yes, and at this moment in time, as the gauntlet is being thrown, as the uh, proverbial uh, gloves are off and being slapped across someone's face. I found yes. myself getting confused about the ages of everyone. Yes, it's extremely confusing. Because in my mind, X and his crew. Um, they're, they're teenagers, that, right? They're like teenagers. To me, they're like freshmen in high school. Because they look okay. young. I, mean, I was what thinking sophomore. Think? Okay, one year. Like starting to drive. <laughs> Plus no, or minus that's one. A big, that's a big thing. Like, yeah, but they can't drive. No, none of them can. But... We know that the reason Xavier probably doesn't drive or hasn't started learning is because his dad sold the car. Because he's lying about going to work. He's a liar. Yeah, but I don't know. Like they, yeah. they, they don't ever talk about like, like they're young driving, doing anything no. like that. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, also Naomi, the like love interest of X, I yeah. want to say is around that same age. Mm-hmm. However, the Sweetwater Rollers. Who, to me, all of these people are adults. Like, full-blown, yes, like, 20-plus, like 20, 21-plus. Yeah. They can all drink legally. Yeah. And yet, they're, like, trying to, like, mack on and, like, hit on and, like, try and get Naomi. Like, one of them is like, oh, you turned me down, but you're going with this trash over here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I realize it's 1978. Aren't you in college? But I'm pretty sure things were still weird back then. She's, and, like, like People 15. were not, like... Yeah, this man's trying to date a 15-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And, like, later, Sweetness kind of, like, he, like, grabs her and is like, hey, what, you know, he's spitting, he's trying to riz her up, mm-hmm. as the youths would say. Disgusting. And again, I'm like, Sweetness, you're, like, 25, man, look at you. Yeah. You get any woman you want. Look you, at are a, you are a man. You are a god She is a girl. Here. Yeah. Like, leave her alone. Ah, it was just confusing to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I was telling Eddie, I was like, eh, I mean, people did look older back then. I, I guess. Think. I don't know. I don't know. But then He's apparently, on. like, kids look older now, too. Yeah. I don't because know. everyone's saying, like, uh, everyone's too stressed out. Yep. Now we're stressed out. You know that song? <laughs> what song is that? Some terrible song. Um, I don't know why Redbone was in my head, but yeah. Yeah, that was not the same song. No. But it went together in my brain. Yeah. Speaking of like weird, like dynamics in relationships. Sure. Something that I wish would kind of come back, which is kind of like deconstructing gender norms, or at least like modern gender norms. Um, More men need to wear glitter on their shirts. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. My my goodness. There was so much glitter. Yeah. Why is glitter perceived as feminine? Well, I like, don't know. 
it, it doesn't everybody like shiny stuff like guys like shiny cars what's wrong yeah, with like being shiny, shiny yourself yeah i just don't understand like in the past you know the male crop Oof. short shorts sheesh you go sheesh. Further, i love it all you know, love it all young boys and dresses and stuff like yeah it's, it's just normal i don't know it, all of a sudden, the horses got involved, and like Ken, you know, the masculinity came out, and everyone was the like, patriarchy. "Oh, we're not doing this anymore." And it's like, dude, if you wear it, it looks good on you. Fucking wear that shit. Yeah, work it. Yeah, the style of the seventies was very fun because everyone was just flamboyant. It was very colorful. Yeah, except for that one outfit that Tori wore. That thing was hideous. <laughs> the like yellow yeah. matching. It was wild. Set? It was wild. Very, very bad. Very but you, bad. But, you know, the gauntlet is thrown. Um, essentially, X didn't want to go up north, but now that they insulted them, he's like, hey, we're not the poors. We need to show them we belong and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's where they get that intrinsic drive to do better and become better and strive mm-hmm. for a goal and achieve it. They put in their work. Hooray! And like right here, I just want to shout out a few songs because obviously we get Lovely Day by Bill Withers. We get Emotion by the Bee Gees, which is wild that these kids have never heard of Bee Gees. I get the whole situation, but like it's the Bee Gees. They're I like mean, the biggest. They were like disco. Bee Gees are disco. Mm-hmm. At least, I guess, for the mainstream. True. We got Easy Like Sunday Morning. Woo! That's a good one. Fire. And I like it because that song is referenced in SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very famously. Obviously, in their what was supposed to be their final song, but turns out to be the Sweetwater Rollers and Sweetness's final performance song, we get La Freak by mm-hmm. Chic, which is amazing. Banger. <laughs> oh, freak out. God, what a song. We also get Hollywood. Hollywood swinging. That's a what really a great good song. song. Obviously, he's the greatest dancer. Absolute flamas, fuegis, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And Wait, we'll talk about the credits because it has to have its own moment. But we get the mm-hmm. credits, uh, Boogie, Oogie, Oogie. What a great song <laughs> Oogie, Oogie, that Oogie. is. But I think, you know, as we're getting a little bit short on time, mm-hmm. let's talk about this final. Let's talk about the dance off. Oh, my gosh. It's a skate off. Yeah, sorry. Skate off. I mean, they are dancing on skates, so it is confusing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The gauntlet. The stakes. The pressure. Oh, my gosh. It's so stressful to do things in front of other people. Yeah. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, man. I was like, God, this is is tense. People are just staring. Yeah, everyone's staring at you. You're on, like, a razor's edge because you're you're skating. You could fall down at any time. Well, it's a last man standing challenge, too. Like, if you fall down. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't. I forgot. First, we get the competition, which again, we get a montage of like legitimate skaters. Like you can tell because obviously they have body doubles for like the stars and stuff. But like the other teams are clearly just people who are great at skating. Mm -hmm. And it's just awesome to see like, God, how do these people do these things? I truly, I don't understand roller skating. (laughs) I like skating. Just, I'm not great at just it. Just seeing X like go upstairs on skates, I'm like, my God. Uh, I'm blown. My How mind is blown. Do the physics work? How does this man now roll backwards? But yeah, people bounces. are doing 
I don't know. Nice. I don't know how we're going to like describe it. <laughs> it's impossible. Like spins. They, they do, do like flips. A weird move where they like put their toes down, but their legs are wide. They and push like their spinning. pelvis forward and they arch their back. And it's, yeah. it's cool. They're breakdancing. They jump. They do yep. like fucking like they flat backs. Yep. How do these people skate backwards? I don't understand my, that. My parents can do it. Oh, that's so cool. I know. Honestly, so cool. I think skating backwards is like, wow. Wow, look at you. <laughs> Yo. Backwards, <laughs> Damn. man. This is the same level as like hitting the Grand Slam. Like, oh, what the fuck? How is this possible? Now you just made me want a pancake. Oh. <laughs> you know, my hammy? <laughs> <laughs> we are anyway. not sponsored, but breakfast food at night. Wait. But anyway, we get all yeah. that. Seeing as this is a narrative, seeing mm-hmm. as we clearly have our protagonist. Yes. We we gotta take them all the way. They gotta go. They they face off against the Sweetwater Rollers. Mm-hmm. And they end up getting a draw. No. Wayne Brady comes out. Wayne Brady like, says, Damn. I have no spine. Mm-hmm. It's a tie. No sweetness is like Mm-mm. fuck that. I ain't tied with no pores. Oh. Y'all want this? Y'all want to skate off? Obviously, <gasps> X. Ooh, skate He's got to agree. And that's where we get, you know, I think they both kill it. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I I will be 100% transparent. Yeah. I think Sweetness is the better skater. Oh, absolutely. And that's what, and that's what I he felt. He also has, like, what feels like five or six years on this kid, at least, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's the god of skating. He's, he's more the god of Sweetwater. But, like, damn, this rookie's got moves. Oh, yeah, he's got moves. And I felt the same way because we get to see their whole routines. Mm -hmm. I feel like Sweetwater Rollers killed it. Like, they were clearly better. They were doing, like, flips, breakdancing, all this stuff. And, I mean, what I will give, you know, if I'm being full judge, got my judging hat on. What I will give X's team, I can't remember their name. I don't remember. But what I will give them is I feel like they had better choreography. They were all doing everything It was more fun. Yeah, whereas Sweetwater Rollers, they were over here having individual moments. And obviously, they were an amalgamation of individuals as mm-hmm, opposed to a team. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what Wayne Brady was thinking out there, you know. Team effort versus, you know, individuals doing something great together. But we get the 1v1. And uh, how's it turn out? Sweaty. Okay. And stressful. Mm-hmm. And X ends up... He took influence from another uh, one of the teams that mm-hmm. he saw training for the skate off. Mm-hmm. And uh, this team was more focused on like traditional like ice skating, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Like it's more ice skating movements as opposed to like dancing. Yeah, like disco, all that. So he tr- he like attempts. I think it's a. I di- it's not a triple axle. Uh-huh. But it's, it's oh, a triple Lutz, I think is what oh, it's called. damn, look at you. But he attempts it, and he had been practicing and practicing and practicing, and he falls on his back and uh, loses. Yeah. No, X, you loser. That, as you said, it was a no-falls yep. uh, challenge. Yeah, 1v1. Yeah, it's... He took the risk, though. He took the risk. There's and something not, to be said about trying something uh, like that. Absolutely. And, and it's not something we see all the time. There's obviously very famous uh, films, 
TV series and stuff where like the protagonist loses or yeah. like fails in their final attempt. But we don't see that too often, which is mm-hmm. something I do like about this. It's like, you know, he he tried something. He yeah. practiced at it. He tried. But when the moment came up, as does somehow, not somehow, as does sometimes happen to everyone, you try your hardest, it still doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But did they lose the competition? Sure. No. Not in my heart, they didn't. Okay. But what did they actually win? What did X win? They won respect. And ain't that what it's all about? I think that is the message of this film. And that's why he wanted to do it anyways. Because mm-hmm. they didn't say, like, let's get in this to win $500. Yeah. They said, we we need to show them we belong. We need respect. True. And Sweetness gives them the respect. And he finally shuts up his crew. Says, hey, why are you making fun of them? You see what he did? He doesn't say that. He more mm-hmm. just snaps at him and looks at him and communicates everything. Ooh, body language. Also, I think it has to be said that uh, the ladies he had around him, mm-hmm. they also had like the white jumpsuits. But on the back, there said weakness for sweetness, which is great. Ew, but, <laughs> but you know, I understand. This man and the whole crew descended from the heavens oh. just to put on roller skates. So yeah, what a they, line. they roll out. They roll bounce. Oh, there it is. And we get... Yay! The oh, montage. I all love time. end credit montages. And it's Me funny because, like, Zero from Holes is in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. there is one of those in that movie, too. Right. That's true. Right? Like, we get, what? like, an No, end... I mean, we get no, the song. No, it's not, like, a montage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Which my God. Which, in my mind, is a montage. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun moment. Something I absolutely fucking love is like either a montage credits moment. Yeah. Or like an intentional credits moment. Like, you know, they clearly do like they made it a special credits and not just black and white screen, you know? And uh, in this one, I mean, they do my favorite thing where it's like not only is it a montage, but it's like a cast and crew dancing montage. Yeah, it's a curtain curtain call. call. And it's just like, it's another reason why you love musicals. It's legitimately everyone involved in the film, the cast, the crew, and definitely predominantly the like body doubles for yeah. all the main characters. Like there's moments where you see like X very uh, obviously is skating with the guy who skated for him. And they're mm-hmm. just like grooving with each other. And while they're doing this, they're playing. God, what a fucking perfect song. If you're thinking you're too good to boogie. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Not, I'm not too good. Oh, my God. I Get like boogieing. up on the floor, because we're going to boogie. Boogie, 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 no more. <laughs> Dang. Boogie. And everyone's, everyone's just fucking, you know, laughing. We got different, like, everyone's interacting, having a good time. And it's just like, this just leaves me with such a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. And it also, like, makes me envious. It makes me, like, want to fucking jump in the screen super mario 64 style and like hang out with them and be like Mm -hmm. god what a fun memory i gotta believe this is still like a fun memory right oh yeah i would hope so we just all skated it seems like everybody just had a fun time yeah which is awesome it's just like that was my favorite people having fun and people being good at things you gotta you gotta leave people feeling happy and i think Mm -hmm. the end of this movie makes you feel happy oh yeah and what a song and what a song and still to this day 
I equate that song with this film. Like when I hear that song, which is an amazing song, it should be played more. Also, disco's just so fucking good. Oh, yeah. It's such a it's such a groove. It's such a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's such a time. Oh, but that song plays, and I'm immediately thinking roll bounce. I'm immediately thinking people skating and just having a fucking blast. Oh yeah. So yeah, with that, the credits they end. Everyone's having a good time. You're having a good time. And uh, that's the end of Roll Bounce. Hooray! So why don't we get on to DTR and talk a little bit about this uh, this film, what it means to us today versus back in, well, 06 for me. <laughs> the and back the yesteryears. In, yeah. And back in what, like three years ago, four years ago Yeah, for you? something like that. I like this movie. I definitely remember it now because mm-hmm. I actually feel like I watched it. There you go. Um, but I think that um, overall, like, it's a fun time. It, Thank you. I, Bow Wow has very sweet eyes. <laughs> Bow Wow. Bow Wow. He's, he seems very genuine. He did a pretty decent job as our protagonist. Yeah. And uh, it made me want to roller skate. There you go. And, it does. Yeah, I don't think I'm show dependent on it, ah. but it is very enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's something to be said about finding a community that lifts you up and uh, finding something that brings you joy and oh, pursuing absolutely. that. Oh, it's always going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Well, before I say my thing, I do think I should also say like this. Obviously, a lot of very famous actors in this one. Uh, one that we didn't mention was Nick Cannon is in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should mention it because, yeah, he's in this. Uh, Brandon T. Jackson, he played Grover famously in uh, the Percy Jackson films. Mm-hmm. He's in this a guy from Coach Carter. I can never remember his name, but he's like oh. Latino, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I digress. You know, we don't need to do all that. For me, uh, I do love this movie. I really do. It It's like a picture of a time of innocence where I think it just like makes me envious in a way of like what they had, of like the community of having the support of having the ability to go and just like have that good, clean fun with your friends. And I love disco, love the music. I do love that style. As I've said many a time here, I think by default, roller skating is pretty cool to me. It makes me pretty envious of like people who are good at it because I'm like, damn, I don't understand how you can do these things. You are so mm-hmm. good at skating. How is this even possible? <laughs> I don't think I'm show dependent, although there are aspects, like I said, where I hear the song, I equate it with this film. He's the greatest dancer comes on. Part of me always thinks sweetness, even though he wasn't actually dancing to it. <laughs> but I think sweetness. I picture him doing his fucking signature move. The fucking loose leg uh, squat on skates. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a great look. This film's got a great look. I love the dance montage. There's a lot of stuff in this film that I love. Like I said, though, am I show dependent? No, but it's always fond memories. It's always a great time when we watch this again, when I watch this again. That being said, you know, I, I just think, I don't know. There are aspects of it that are cliche. Mm-hmm. Aspects of it that are a little bit by the numbers. But overall, I think the total package here in this one is something that I love. 
it's special to me. I enjoyed rolling over in bed and just catching this in the morning. And I enjoy watching it whenever we can nowadays as well. Mm-hmm. And it's cliche, but <laughs> it is a line that I like. The reason I bring up Nick Cannon, I like inspirational quotes. I like these things. Uh, X in the film is watching the like ice skating guy try and do a move and he can't get it. And X is like, what do you think he keeps trying he hasn't gotten it. He's like sort of wasting his time. And Nick Cannon, you know, just sort of looks at him. He's not really saying it to say anything. He's just saying it like as a nonchalant, it is what it is. But it says, if you don't fall, how are you going to know what getting up is like? And I think that's just, it's a mm-hmm. nice little message. Like you have to fail to know what it is to pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. If you've never had strife, if you've never had, you know, something go wrong, you're not going to know what you're like when you need to pick yourself back up. Yep. So I like that aspect of it as well, because he does it in his personal life, in his individual life. And he also does it with his crew and all that. So mm-hmm. I love roll bounce. It's special to me. Just a good disco roller scanning film. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Well, Hey, Everyone out there, thanks for listening. I really hope, you know, this inspires you to see Roll Bounce. Really hope it gets you maybe out there uh, searching for your passions. Maybe listening to some disco. Maybe go you'll do go it. roller skating. Maybe. I'm sure. Hopefully you have a nice roller rink in your town. And ours, we have like one very famous, but very old. And I wish we had like a newer one. Yeah. Or if they just like refurbished it. Mm-hmm. I mean, our roller rink is very famous due to Rhett and Link. Yeah. <laughs> like a very famous online uh video. So you yeah. can go see that ad about like not doing drugs and roller skating mm-hmm. instead. So there I mean that is pretty cool, but it's like we need a refurbish. Yeah. We need we need something nicer to bring the people back in. Yeah. Let's bring disco back also. Is disco coming back? I feel like a little I bit. hope so. I hope so. Oh, it's so good. Disco was treated happy. disco was treated wrong and I would get political one more time. It's because it was black. There you go. And the white people were like, nah, we need hard we we need rock. Fuck disco. And I was like, no, come on. Disco's man. so fun. Yeah. Disco's the best. But anyways, if you like what you heard, please give us a follow, a download, a shout out, spread the word. Obviously tell your sweetwater rollers. That they can find the show dependent podcast, Apple Pods, Spotify, Google Pods, wherever you listen to podcasts, show dependent. It's gonna be right there. You can follow the pod on Twitter. I feel like I kind of want to get rid of Twitter for a lot of things. I don't know. Just throw oh, that yeah. out there. Instagram. Uh, <laughs> TikTok. You know, there's gotta be something new, something more fun out there. Maybe it's just TikTok. At uh SHO Dependent Pod. If you want to follow myself, Victor V Sweet. Ooh. Maybe Sweetness coming back for a little wrestling on the Twitch. But we got twitch.tv forward slash Victor V. Sweet. We also still have the TikTok, the Twitter. Uh, Same thing there. My love. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Where can they find you? You can find me trying (laughs) trying to remember how to roller skate because it's been years. And you can also find me on Twitter and on TikTok at DJ Vivich. There it is. Gang gang. You know, we're going to continue Black History Month talking about another, I think, very influential 
well, at least where it comes from is very influential because it's a movie, it's a modern retelling of a Shakespearean play that very famously has a black character as the lead. Mm-hmm. Now, it is quite the opposite of Black Joy. However, it is, I think, you know, very iconic. It's a good story. It is an amazing story. It's part of the reason why I love, like, Shakespeare and taking Shakespeare in high school. is like, damn, this shit's fire. He definitely wrote, he wrote a whole bunch of songs. Billy Shakespeare. But it is the modern retelling of the Shakespearean classic Othello. And the film is called Oh. oh. We're going to talk about that one in the next episode of the Show Better Podcast. I want to end with a joke from uh, Mr. Mr. What's their last name? Oh, Smith? I don't know. Give me a second. I buddy. Smith. Buddy, can we check the cast here? Uh oh. They may not have. Yes, it is. Curtis Smith. Look at me. I'm killing it. Xavier's dad says this line. They are in his house and he just slipped on a skateboard. Classic. He mm-hmm. is pissed at these kids and he is dragging each one of them through the mud. And he says, son, don't act like you didn't hear me with those ears. You probably heard the sun come up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. That's such a good one. 